Hello and welcome to another Solihull podcast brought to you from the Solihull Observer, the Solihull Radio, the Solihull Bid and also What's On Solihull. I'm Claire Bullivant from the Observer and it's a fabulous full house today with all four of us here in the house, including Mr. Solihull himself, Mr. Solihull Radio, Jeff O'Brien. Hello, everybody. Mover and shaker, Solihull Bid CEO, Melanie Palmer. Hello. And the man who puts Solihull on the map with some of the best events on the planet, Ian Rogers. Hello, hello. Welcome, guys. How's it all going, everyone? It's yeah. nice to be busy, all busy. in the same room, isn't <laughs> it? It's, it's yeah. been a while. It That's great stuff. The dream team is back. <sighs> it's totally back. Yeah, let's talk through some of this week's biggest news stories. Okay. Let's start off with the front page on this week's Solihull Observer. This is all about the Solihull School and St Martins merging together to become one, as they say. What do we think about this? Yeah, it's all changed. I think for me, from a business perspective, yeah. I look at this as the fact of it looks like St Martins was going to close and yeah. Solihull School have stepped in and they've kept a school open. And so they've created an opportunity rather than a school going wayside. So I, I, I see the good in it, but I can imagine there's a lot of people that are going to see where it's going from a single sex school to a mixed school. So, um, so St. Martin's is all girls, right? Yes. Yeah. And so now they are going to have mixed. mixed and use one of the schools. Um, one, of our, one of your guests in the studio was just talking about her husband or something works there. Yeah, exactly. And it, she, they think it's kind of a little bit political. Yeah. Um, um, and she didn't go much further than that when no. we were discussing it, did she? Well, you, you, in your previous life, Jeff, you were a teacher. What will the pupils think? Um, it's tricky to say. I've not been in the independent school sector. Um, and I think moving... Let me preface this. The last time I um, had a chat with Mr Lloyd, who is the head teacher of Solihull School, we were both in the garden at Buckingham Palace. And we were... Oh, having you show I know. <laughs> Just I know. That one dropped there. really quietly. And the, yeah. <laughs> what were you Could doing you... in the Garden of Buckingham Palace? I need to know this first. Um, we were collecting some awards and I was collecting it on behalf of my school. Right. And he was there on behalf of uh, Solihull School and we were standing having a cup of tea and we sort of bumped into each other, had a quick chat. Um, and this is just before, um, j- you're going to have to help me rugby players, James Caskill, Gaskell, mm, big, Gaskell. In- g- big England rugby guy um he's if you've seen him on um the media for grenade bars right um at hampton in arden local business and um he massive absolutely massive rugby player couldn't believe it so imagine the photograph of me shaking his hand <laughs> uh, <laughs> collecting my award <laughs> and i it was it was just comical uh, but yeah i had a quick chat and um he he's, he seems a really nice guy. He really switched on to it. So maybe the kids will, will get it, but I'm not too sure. Mm. I, 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 Ian, I like your point of view. I think... It, I think, yeah, it feels like they're stepping in to yeah, help assist the situation. And from Solihull School's point of view, it kind of strengthens what they do within the town. So instead of just offering a comprehensive and a sixth form, they've now got a junior and an infant wing yeah. and a chance to sort of bring their students through that motion and mm. probably get the best education for them. Sure. So mm. I see it as a positive. But well, well, it hasn't happened yet. It does say in the article that it's conditional on a number of legal matters being completed. So we don't know. It's definitely not written no. in stone or anything. No. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. I do think it's um, something to bear in mind as well because obviously we all have personal viewpoints on um, single-sex schools. Um, I personally don't agree with them. Um, <laughs> so I just think that uh, it'll be interesting to see those those parents of um, girls that were going to be there 
girls only school you know um merging with a mixed school yeah. see what their point of view is but um, do, do you yeah. think a lot of them will find a, an, a different school to go to potentially so they'll, they'll perhaps lose a cohort or something yeah, are, are there alternatives within the area for single-sex schools? There are some amazing schools, aren't there, mm. around here? I don't yeah, know yeah. about the single-sex. It's, no, it's no. kind of a bit going out of fashion, isn't it, this single-sex thing? And I think yeah. for good reason, because yeah. I, I just know from my days, long, long ago, but all my friends who used to go to all-girls schools, they're all just a bit crazy. <laughs> and when they, <laughs> yeah. when they go to university, though, they can't cope with the no, boys there. No, they, no, <laughs> they yeah. just, it's, it's, it's a strange one, yeah. isn't it? Tricky one, that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let yeah. us know if you have any ideas or viewpoints on that why don't you get in touch studio at solihullradio.com or get in touch with claire at the observer and now if, and if my friends are listening to this i mean crazy in the nicest <laughs> sense oh, of the yeah. <laughs> good good ending claire um uh, on uh, page seven of this week's observer there's uh, a story that mel i think you should tell us a little bit about because you i've seen you on a lot of social media this week holding up uh, <laughs> um, posters and things it's um, a new project for rough sleepers yeah. so tell us a little bit about this so this is the um, Change into Action project, which is had been started in Birmingham uh, West Midlands Combined Authority. Andy Street has been pushing this, and there wasn't a solial arm of it. So the bid, working with the council, have pushed for us to have our own um, section of this and to take part in the project here. So that was launched officially. It's been running for a couple of months, but it was launched officially um, last week. So um, it's a fantastic scheme and it's where we're trying to get the public to understand that they need to give their funds, their cash, their, their spare bit of cash um, to the charity rather than give it to people on the street because that's preventing the professional out there that can really help change people's lives um, it's it's stopping them from doing their job because it's keeping people on the street by giving them funds directly so it's been really really well received in Birmingham and we know that we'll we'll, we'll get it even better in Sunnyhill so how do the people that are on the street, how have they reacted to this? Because presumably they all have seen a downturn in the amount of hard money cu- currency that they're being given. Yeah, and I think a positive outcome for this is because Solihull is unlike most boroughs, I would say, in the in the country, that the provision, the care and the intervention for anybody who's homeless, struggling, uh, vulnerable, if they've got substance, um, you know, drug uh, abuse issues, then this, the care that is in Soli Hall is second to none. So there's a massive um, sort of network out there. But also, yeah, there is a good news story already. We've got a chap um, who has now noticed that he's not receiving the funds he was receiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now he's gone to the big issue. So he's starting to really focus on getting himself well Mm -hmm. um, and doing things through the the professional organisations out there. So that's a really good news story for for us. That's a small beginning. Because without beating around the bush, if you do give the cash to some of the homeless people, it just goes straight on drugs, doesn't it? Yeah. And so the best way, this is going to the organisations that will help them and... Hopefully, oh, that's fantastic! That's a great story. We need to get that one in the Observer next week. <laughs> Tell our editor about that guy yeah, who's yeah, gone to the yeah. big issue. Yeah, I've only just found out yeah. from the um, our, our enforcement officers. Um, obviously, in their new role, they're very close to seeing the picture, the changing picture on the high street and in the town centre with the beggars and um, rough sleepers that we've got. So it's Change Into Action, and the website is just changeintoaction.org.uk if yeah. people would like yeah. to donate. Fantastic. And you'll see the Surly Hall page there. There is, and I've also noticed that your town hosts uh, are going around talking to people as well and, yep. and being part of that. There's a couple of uh, collection points, Sporting Barbers and Specsavers on the High Street, William Hill on Station Road, Touchwood, um, Asda, up at Parkgate in Shirley. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so if you want to make a donation, you can go there. And it's also streetlink.org.uk or you can uh, telephone the number uh, uh, 0300 500 0914. But if you have a read on page seven of this week's Observer, you'll find all of those details. Yeah. And you just yeah. mentioned it was Andy Street's idea. What a brilliant idea. And he's yeah. up for re-election, you just I told know, me from know, reading the article. Fantastic. Go Andy. Yeah, we love <laughs> yeah. Andy Street, don't we? We, we do. do. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, our next story is all about on page seven of this week's paper, and it's all about these new bleed kits for stabbing victims. It sounds a bit horrible, doesn't it? Do you you know what I said last week on last week's show? Hmm. No stabbings, no gun crime or anything (laughs) like that. And there it is. Well, they they listen to us because they put these kits out there, obviously. They're listening to the podcast. Basically, it's 400 kits. They're going to contain bandages and dressings to stem the flow of blood until paramedics arrive. And they're going to roll out across Solihull and Coventry. What do we think about this, though? I mean, it's going to cost £38,000, which... For 400 first aid kits. With bandages and... I know, that's what I was just reading in the article. But last year, there were 3,000 sentences of knife crimes and 50 of those resulted in death. So maybe... This is a good idea, but my question is, where are they going to be? If someone, how would you know where they yeah. are? Yeah. There's, there's lots of questions. Yeah, lots there? of questions. I mean, it's great it that they're trying. Vague. Yeah, it is a bit vague, isn't it? Yeah. It's great that they're trying. So, why are we spending thirty-eight grand on this? If it saves, if thirty-eight thousand pounds saves one life, yep, then that's it, very it, good it, point. It's worthwhile. So, yeah. but from a from a, I'm sure it. My, my concern would be. Where are the kits? How do you get to, to them? And where are they located, I guess, isn't it? It's yeah, for... exactly. Um, and I think the, the, the actual kits themselves um, are slightly, well, they're hopefully more efficient than obviously what you were just talking about, Jeff. Jeff's school shirt. Uh, uh, Jeff's school shirt. Um, <laughs> but, but because they, they have, But they do have something, I believe, in there that just uh, make, helps the blood um, sort of uh, okay, coagulate so or whatever. Yeah, 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 it's something not just um, a cloth. I think it does have something okay. which, when they've looked at the research in London, I think in particular with all the knife crime there, um, if there had been a kit that could have got to uh, a victim sooner, it would have saved their life. And Fair I enough. assume these kits are probably user friendly. As in so much yeah. as like they've probably yeah. got instructions of what to do, whereas yeah. you've been on your first aid kit, you know, yeah, to yeah. rip your shirt and your tie off. Yeah. And, and so it's <laughs> it probably like less complicated <laughs> yeah, in a Superman style. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> in a phone box. <laughs> yeah. Jeff to the rescue. Which, which there are no phone boxes anymore. So <laughs> it could be a struggle. It's tricky, isn't it? Well, you talked about the kids being taught, but we've got a nice story also in the paper this week. Um, lots of kids are now being taught, especially Alderbrook School. They are piloting this new nationwide event of life-saving lessons as part of the school curriculum. This is great news. It should be for every school. I just don't yeah, understand why it's so. only happening now. I think it should have yeah. always been the case that we all... I always think that was school. Like, mm. I always think, you know, you get your history lessons and your geography lessons and things. But I, even when I was at school, I used to say, I'd love, like, a life lessons one. Just things like learning how to operate a bank 100%. account and, yep. Yep. you know, things like that. I, yeah. I, I would yeah. love to see that in all our schools yeah. and being responsible with credit cards and yeah. money. Yeah. And I think there's lots. Of, I was speaking um, at the Business Awards the other night and we was having a conversation and the same thing had cropped up saying that we some people that go through the academic process and go through to university come out and they're actually not very employable because they haven't got much life experience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we almost need lessons like, like life saving, life ma- managing money, running businesses. Um, and the other thing that I think we should do is I think, I think we should be almost a, a course on selling. 
And, and when I say selling is people have the fear of the word selling, but we're all selling ourselves all the time. So if you go to an interview, you have to be able to sell yourself. Absolutely. And I think there's certain things and skills that we should be teaching mm. children at school to do that will really help them later on in life. Even, yeah. even social media skills, yeah. you know, don't yeah. put this on yeah. Facebook. You'll regret it when you're I 30. Think you said the yes. right word, life skills, yeah. almost a life, yeah. life, life skills, yeah. life skills. Yeah. course. Yeah, I think yeah. it would be really useful. There, there's a lot with, um, sorry, uh, there's a lot with Google at the moment as well. Um, they're doing a hashtag I am remarkable, yeah. which is a bit like we you've just said, Ian, about we're as a nation, we're all very modest yeah. and we don't like to sort of push ourselves. Are you um, saying that with these two here? I mean, well, not these two, <laughs> no, <laughs> but there are, there are exceptions. <laughs> um, and, and they're doing a massive program out there to businesses about hashtag I am remarkable and knowing your, your, your personal skills and, and how to get those across to other businesses and things. So. What about common sense? Yeah, I don't have much you, of that. You know, you, I don't think that's something you can teach. <laughs> no, you. exactly. But uh, like you said, you were going through the university system and things like that, and people are coming out the other end and not quite knowing what saucepan to use and and just common sense. Just, yeah, sensible things. Yeah. yeah. I've just noticed, by the way, that your, your mic cover matches your shirt beautifully. Thank you very much. Oh, nicely done, Jeff. <laughs> well coordinated. Last, last I didn't get the memo. <laughs> and I like the way you puffed your chest out, as that was mentioned. <laughs> Ta-da! The, the other day you had a friend in here, didn't you, Jeff? And you were both like, oh, we've matched again. Fantastic. Exactly. Yep. It's obviously your thing. <laughs> you like matching. Follow um, the Instagram feed on the, social <laughs> on the socials. <laughs> we had um, a great event happening this week in Solihull. Tell us all about the circus, Mel. Oh, it was so, so much fun. I really, really enjoyed it. It wasn't work at all. Um, we brought a company in that has acts who perform at Covent Garden, um, Edinburgh Fringe, um, Glastonbury. So there really, really are skillful um, entertainers that we brought in. And we had a bus, a nice big yellow school bus, American style. Um, in Mel Square that was their sort of green room, changing room. But the brilliant part about it um, for the town centre, I feel, is that we had the performance space in Mel Square, which had everybody giggling, um, but also they did roaming acts. So from te- uh, 10 o'clock in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon that you could see something in the whole of the town centre. And some of them were crazy. I saw the um, pictures. <laughs> yeah, there's two guys in those old-fashioned swimming suits yeah. running around Touchwood. Yeah, <laughs> it was really, really fun. There's a, there was a girl on a Viking ship um, being sort of hauled around by her Viking pal. And she went and knocked on the door of Travel Bag and asked them if they'd got any cruises. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was just absolutely incredible. So, but we had great feedback. Really good feedback. And when you keep saying Mel Square, I want you to start saying My Square. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, My Square. (laughs) It's your square, Mel. It will be so. You do enough for this town. It was named after you. I just know it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the Viking ladies there. Yeah. Yeah. No, great pictures in this week's paper. It was fun. And we were very, very lucky with the weather. And well done for putting on so many such fantastic events. And you've, of course, got another amazing event coming up very soon. The Bid Awards. The Solihull Bid Awards. The Awards. awards. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's all on you this week, Mel. Tell us about that. (laughs) So the awards are, so the Solihull Bid Excellence Awards are on the 21st of November. Um, Tickets are available now. And, um, but it's basically celebrating the fact that the talent pool and the brilliance of Solihull Town Centre is celebrated to a wider audience. And um, it's also an awards unlike 
a lot of other awards in that it's very inclusive. So we make sure that the ticket price for people who work here is subsidised um, and that there's no strict dress code. People can attend in whatever they want. Um, and we can celebrate the talents of a Saturday girl at Topshop alongside with a chief exec of National Grid. So it's a level playing field for everybody to come together and celebrate their, their awesomeness. So you had everyone nominated in, but you've We've had a shortlist. The the official shortlist will be released next week. Can we vote? Um, No, no, sadly. It's actually, we we have judges that come in from outside the area so that there's no conflict of interest. So we bring people in that don't sort of um, say, well, I always have my nails done there, so I'd like to vote for her. So we do this sort of complete um, external process, very strict. And the judges then come and interview. So there's a sifting process. Uh, and then a very, very long interview. And what will they win? These so winners? they will win. The shortlisted will be invited to the awards and then they win the coveted prize. Uh, they'll, they get a, a lovely trophy, so a big glass trophy for each Fantastic. category. So, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the venue and who's presenting with you this, this year? Um, yes, I can. So it's at the St John's Voco Hotel again because it's the only place big enough big for enough. us, yeah. Yeah. to be honest. <laughs> and the fact that it's a really nice space and it's all been refurbed, I have to say that it's beautiful if you haven't been there. Um, and this year, the the star presenter <laughs> is me. Oh, <laughs> because we've decided we've decided to sort of re-channel some of the funding again we don't get a lot of funding for it it's all not for profit sure. so we've, we've moved a little bit of the funds and put on a live band instead so whereas before we had a dj we've sort of shifted some funds and people will have to put up with me however i do have a glamorous assistant john um who also works at the bid and he doesn't know this yet but i'm thinking of getting to wear something sequined or nice something nice like work, that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. nobody knows the awards the criteria the process better than you yeah, to host you. it. Yeah, so, yeah. so sometimes you can pull in a host. I host events and sometimes it's great, but you have to do, for, for what might be a couple of hours, you have to do a lot of research to be able to stand on that stage and be yeah. knowledgeable yeah. when no one's got more knowledge of it than you. So yeah. you're the perfect host. So yeah. so that's, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. Well, it's great recognising, you know, the talents in our town. Oh, and we're just really looking forward to the best What's On person, the best radio station and the best <laughs> newspaper. That's what we're excited about, aren't yeah. we? Exactly, exactly. exactly. Right. Well, you're all invited. So you're, oh. going, to, you're going to be there to see, see all the fun and games. That'd be great. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, finally this week, there's just a, an appeal. Um, the police have asked us for witnesses to come along. There was a fatal bus collision that happened on Monday, the September the 16th, where a lady was hit on Poplar's Road at about 7.30am in the morning. You've probably all heard it on the news mm. and it's yeah. in this week's paper. So if you do have any information, the police have pleased ask you to get in contact. If you were in the area, anything just so, you know, yeah, no matter. Awful, if, yeah. It? Just contact them, west-midlands.police.uk. Okay. Anything else to discuss news-wise this week, guys? Or are we no. going to move on to the What's On in a minute? Let's, let's see what's on. We'll see you in a bit. You're listening to Sonic Hall Radio. Welcome back. You are now listening to the What's On section of our podcasts and we are going to start with Saturday the 21st of September with the Dream Team that you were just listening to for our news and Solihull Observer updates. Right, we start with a fine and local food fair at Mill Square. This is Saturday the 21st. It's along the High Street and Mill Lane. Starts at nine o'clock, finishes around 5.30 and it's, it's 
Mel, is that the normal uh, farmer's market thing no, that comes in? No, I think that's, that's the, the, the additional one. So that's okay. the really focused one. Yeah. Right, excellent yeah. stuff. And um, if you want some more information, it's uh, skets.co.uk, S-K-E-T-T-S.co.uk. And I love this one because it's lots of local produce. Mm-hmm. They you know, contact our local farmers and people yeah, and it's um, it, it, supporting local communities. It's something like 20 miles, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It? It's 20 miles radius of, of the yeah, um, I market. I love, love it. Good stuff. Also on Saturday, Saturday morning this is, there's a Solihull School Sixth Form and Senior School Open Morning, 9.30am until noon. There's a tour at 9.30, there's a headmaster's speech at 11am, and the last tour of the school is at 11.30am. If you want further details or to attend that, just give them a call, 0121 705 4273. Ian, have you um, ever found your way or got lost at Tudor Grange Park? I get lost all the time. <laughs> I never, I never went. I never studied that at school. That would have been a life skills course for Orienteering would help, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. which wouldn't is it? taking place at Tudor Grange Park, where you can run or walk around the park, finding checkpoints, using a map, a bit like a treasure hunt. Okay. is what I'm told on that one. So you can join in the fun for this outdoor adventure sport. Uh, there's a website you can check out, which is www.octavian-drubers.org. Excellent stuff. Sounds fun. Also on Saturday, it's the Balsall Common Village Fete happening at Lavender Hall Park. CV77BN is the postcode via SatNav. 2pm until 5pm. And there's going to be over 40 stalls, afternoon tea, children's activities, including go-karts, face painting, pony rides. I'm going, there's pony rides. (laughs) And it's a fun event for the whole family. So do try and pop along there if you can. So there's also the Onam celebrations with the Solihull Malayalis at Dorridge Village Hall, B93, 8QA, 10.30 till 2.30. And this is welcoming back King Mahabali and celebrating the festival in all its glory and charm. Can somebody Google that for I me? I know, it sounds amazing. I think it's a Malaysian okay. event or some religious, but apparently it's incredible, I think. I read something about it and they have incredible costumes and dances and I think So it sounds as though it's going to be fun, so yeah. Is this one of your acts coming up at the course? It's not actually, but I was just taking a little bit of an interest in that, really. Yeah. Uh, the Beach Boys tribute band there taking place at the core, so uh, some good vibrations going nice. on as nice people work. get around, surfing. Um, I like the Beach Boys, actually. I always forget yeah. about the Beach Boys. I asked the question I... earlier on on social media, saying what's people's favourite tribute band they've ever seen? Mm. And um, that's one that's just sprung to mind. That's got mm. a good, nice summer feel, isn't it? Beach mm-hmm. Boys, yeah, yeah. Probably more hits than we'd think. Yeah. yeah. Also on Saturday, there's a Scar Night happening at the Knoll B- Royal British Legion, 7pm until midnight there. They're always fun nights. And they put on some great events, don't they? They're friends of yours, aren't they? Uh, Ken. Ken's the uh, chairman there. Nice, nice fellow. Yeah. Gets some really good... Performers. Brilliant. So, yeah, Fun in the Park is back at Tudor Grange Park. Um, B91 3LU, 11 till 5. And this is a fantastic event. It features everything, including dog shows, classic car show, and a packed programme of performances from talented local dancers, which will be great, and musicians too in the main, main area. This event is fun for all of the family. And just look it up online, and that's www.funinthepark-solihull.co.uk. Sounds good. Is that a free event or a paid event? I'm not too sure. I believe you do have to pay yeah, okay. a small entrance fee to go in. Sounds like you get lots of your money. Though. And the lucky people that go through the entrance gate will, of course, get a um, food voucher booklet for Brilliant. the food festival. So. And that's on Sunday, and, the 22nd. And they'll be able to come and see me. The uh, Solihull Radio Bid Gazebo will be put 
um, up there. We've got uh, an area set aside for us. I don't know if we're going to broadcast live, but we may record some interviews with some people that are also doing it and then we'll podcast those out. Uh, But I think they they did ask me to um, compare a dog show for them. Oh, fun. Yeah, absolutely. Some <laughs> ones to add to the skill set. Yeah, so yeah. I'm busy. The CV is getting the, increasingly that's longer what I, by the moment. I've looked up some of the dog breed names. Not a clue on some of them. Oh. You know, just some of them are really long, tricky names. Mm. So I'll, I'll see how it goes. But to be honest, it's you know the waggiest tail oh. and um, kindest eyes, kindest eyes, yeah, yeah, and things like that. Oh, nice <laughs> fun. And that concludes all the exciting things to do and see this week in Soli Hall. If you have an event going on. Let us know so we can let everyone know. And um, thanks, guys, for being such amazing co-hosts this week. What a lovely, fun podcast. And every week we're getting um, more happier news stories. We're trying That's to stay away from the guns <laughs> and the crime. And, yeah. and if it's not happy, we're coming up with the solutions exactly. as we can this That's week. It. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Happy? Happy. Happy stuff. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you again next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. SolihullRadio.com <laughs>